witches. I'm Felicia. And I'm Holly. Join us as we embark on a journey to discover the ins and outs of witchcraft and what it means to be a witch in today's world. Grab your grimoires, your crystals, and a hot cup of tea, and let's get get spooky. We're back on air. What? Yeah, we got on air. We should put that at the beginning because we've been on a hiatus. Hi. (laughs) Aidus. Hi, Aidus. What? Who are you? We go on a two-week break and you've forgotten everything. Go to the chapel and you're gonna get married. It's true. It's true. Today is one week from your wedding day. Yeah. And when this this airs, airs, it'll be one day from your wedding day. Exactly. The night the wedding eve if you will <laughs> how are you feeling right now yeah 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 give us a rundown how how's the emotions going it's good you know what i had a bit of a hiccup last week where things just felt super overwhelmed okay here's the thing long story short something happened i i had like i finally broke and i was like i can't do it no more i can't do it um we figured everything out life was good everything was great I'm happy now, but I am realizing that I am I'm at my pinnacle. I cannot care anymore. I just can't. I just can't. And at this point, I am just super happy to marry the guy that I love, surrounded by the people that I really love. And if nothing else goes right, don't care. (laughs) Well, all right then. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what I mean. Like as long as Alex is there and I'm there and the officiant is there and our friends and family are there. Really, all of the other shit is just so superficial. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd still be bummed because I've spent the last you know year of my life dedicating myself to this fucking wedding. Yeah. Literal blood, sweat and tears. Yeah. You know, so but I'm good. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm happy. And you know what? Um, By time this airs, I bet you I will be like a fucking you're nervous You're either going to be insane or you're going to be. <laughs> You're, you're going to I think enter I would be that so point calm. beyond where <laughs> everything shuts down yeah. and you just go through the motions because you have to. It's yeah. like that. Um, I think I'm just going to trauma response, but it's the um, the stress. Re- like, no, I don't know. It's it's just it's like, like the, it's that stress response yeah, that, that like response where it's just like everything fight or flight kind yeah. of. Yeah. The, the same kind of response like emergency workers get when yes. they're at an emergency. And it's like, OK, everything like that you learned just takes over and you just go through it. I think that's exactly what I'm going to be like because I have prepped and prepped and prepped some more. Yeah. And I have so many things to keep me organized and I have been through the schedules in my head so many times that I think it's just going to it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Everything everything has to be will, fine. Uh, here's the thing. Can't have a wedding without a bride. It, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's my point. Everything has to be fine. It'll be. It'll work. It'll be fine. I think honestly, you're getting married, whether you like it or not. That's just it, right? Happening. Well, and that's it. I like I said, I've come to this moment of realization that like I've stressed about all of this stuff, and it's so external to like what I actually want. Yeah. And at the root of everything that I want, I just want. I want to be married to Alex, and I want to celebrate that with my absolute best friends. So. You know what? Like I said, as long as you guys are there and he's there and the officiant's there, fucking we're rocking and rolling. It'll be great. Exactly. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. 
So what are we doing? Well, first of all, let's say hi. Welcome back. Hi. <laughs> hey, everybody. I am. Um, today is day 14 of COVID. Yes. How are so you feeling? I am good. Good. For the most part. Great. Still a little nasally. Still a little. <laughs> little right? hacky. Yeah. A little hacky. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, feeling good. Living Great. Life. Good. So, yeah. For those who didn't listen to our things that make me sick snippet holly ended up getting covid uh two weeks ago so the day we, that we were supposed to record yeah the day we were stupid. supposed to record but so we couldn't see each other for a week because holly had to quarantine and then on top of that had to go back to work and catch up on like a week's worth of life yeah <laughs> right yeah. so um and then after that we just got so busy with like wedding things and personal things that it it's funny because we saw each other yeah but just not in a capacity <laughs> where we were able to the last do anything have been such a blur i don't even know why i saw you my hair you did my oh, hair right. yeah <laughs> you did oh, my hair boy you see you it see this great Thank you, you look beautiful <laughs> i appreciate it <laughs> yeah last weekend Tomorrow will be one week, Holly. <laughs> Six days ago, I saw you. <laughs> I love you too. Don't worry. <laughs> Sorry. You're like a disaster. It's okay. <laughs> so that being said, we weren't able to do our May tarot poll. So oh. we're just going to fucking do everything. So this week's episode is going to be part two of the long-awaited shadow work. <laughs> Didn't think this was going to be the long-awaited episode, but here it is. Sorry. <laughs> it's all my good. Fault. It's my fault because we didn't record part two the same day because I was hungover as all hell. <laughs> and dying. Like, I barely... Yeah. like You I, barely I, made it through I part one. I barely made it through part one. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I can't do this to you. Like, it's fair. You worked on this episode. I can't... <laughs> sit here and I pretend that i'm listening and be fucking melting into my chair <laughs> <laughs> yeah also it was like we, it was right after the bridal shower too so we had both had mm -hmm. like a long day so yeah but yeah <laughs> then she went and got the vid fucking brutal so now we're going to put everything from into this episode yeah so welcome also i think do you want to check Anchor super quickly? Because I'm pretty sure we will be at a thousand plays by now. We are so close. 998. <laughs> we'll be at a thousand next week. Yeah. So <laughs> as of today, which is what, May 14th, we're recording this. So Saturday, May 14th, we were at 998 total downloads, which is just so fucking incredible because we started in what, October? So... November, December, January, February, March, April, May. So we've been doing this seven months. And in seven months to have a thousand downloads from two people who had like zero fucking internet presence prior to this. Exactly. And started a witchcraft podcast out of our homes with <laughs> borrowed equipment <laughs> as a way to like do something fun with each other i yeah. think we fucking killed it i think so too and i am so shook and so surprised that there's this many people that care and listen every week it was so funny when we went over to the neighbors just now yeah um one of the guys there i introduced myself to him he's like oh you're the famous one and i was like <laughs> famous <laughs> all 20 of our listeners yeah yeah boy oh my heart 
thank you thank you yes that is me delusional confidence at its finest here we go yes would you like an autograph (laughs) oh my god (laughs) remember this is the day you almost caught captain holly (laughs) sparrow oh my god oh funny 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 so this month for the month of may month of may um i had felicia cut the tarot deck and let me tell you if this is not a sign reading for you (laughs) okay i don't know what the fuck it is (laughs) okay here we go let's see so what did we pull so in the first position here i just love to do a three card pull without any I don't even give it any direction. I'm just like, I'm just going to fucking pull three cards and see what it tells me. That's fair. I split the deck and all I said was be kind to me. So here we go. So your first card is the world in an upright position. All right. Are you ready for heebie-jeebies? I'm so ready for heebie-jeebies. I haven't had heebie-jeebies in weeks, Holly. (laughs) When the world card appears in a tarot reading, you are glowing with a sense of wholeness, achievement, fulfillment, and completion. Yeah. A long-term project, (laughs) period of study, relationship, or career has come full circle, and you are now reveling in the sense of closure and accomplishment. This card could represent a graduation, a marriage, the birth of a child, or achieving a long-held dream or aspiration. You have finally accomplished your goal or purpose. Everything has come together, and you are in the right place, doing the right thing, achieving what you have envisioned. You feel whole and complete. True story. That's fucked. Incredible. And then your second card here is the Queen of Wands in reverse. Oh, no. <laughs> so I know reverse is always scary, right? Well, also just the Queen of Wands. She's a badass bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, the Queen of Wands reverse shows that you have reached a place of self-respect and confidence. Mm-hmm. You know yourself on a deep level and you are clear on your personal truth and belief systems. You know what you stand for. And you are not easily moved by the opinions of others. You have also defined what success means to you, even if it differs from others' definitions. That's chaos. Because, like, as I've talked about so many times on this podcast, Mm -hmm. I started therapy about a year ago. This time about a year ago because I, I don't know, hit a moment in my life where materialistically I had everything that I ever thought was going to make me happy. You know, I had financial stability, I had the career, I had the degree, I had the spouse, I had the car, the house, all of these lovely things. Exactly. And I was like, I'm sadder than I've ever been before. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) Where did the dopamine go? Everybody lied to me. None of these things make me happy. (laughs) So, yeah. And then this is why I started on this like entire spiritual journey. And now like through therapy and I think also through like understanding that my value is intrinsic and not external um yeah that is so true I just feel very much like very confident in who I am and yeah I have made some pretty big decisions in the last 12 months in terms of like what I am and am not willing to fucking put up with from people any any longer and I'm like I refuse to participate in the toxic cycle any longer (laughs) bye-bye bye-bye so yeah that's crazy that's awesome Queen of Wands. We have the Six of Wands reverse. Lots of wands tonight. Yes, well, they do represent, you know, parties and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, Six of Wands reverse suggests that you have reached a significant personal milestone. (laughs) 
but unlike the upright version of this card, you prefer to keep it to yourself right now. You may be uncomfortable receiving public praise for your work, or it may be such a private achievement that you have no reason to share it with others. True. It's true. I literate case, so I'm not going to get into it too much because, I don't know, I don't really want to, but uh, yeah, there is something very personal going on that has gone on in the last like three weeks mm-hmm. that I have completed, and I'm like super stoked about it, and I feel really great about it. Yeah. But it's something that's very like private between my spouse and I. Yeah. And we'll just leave it that way. Okay. Yeah. So that is also incredibly true. <laughs> and <laughs> kind of creepy that you brought it up. <laughs> uh, it may be such a private achievement that you have no reason to share it with others. Mm. Check in with yourself, though. Are you avoiding sharing it because you lack confidence or feel nervous about being too over the top? I mean, yeah. That's a, that's a moment. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Look at how great I am. Should I ask for clarity? Yeah. Let's get one more. Ooh, I got the Ten of Swords in reverse. Ooh. Die, die, die. <laughs> ten of Swords reverse indicates that you are combating an inevitable change or ending because you are not ready to face up to what is happening. However, the more you resist, the more the situation will continue to drag on. So it's time to rip off the bandage, however painful that might be. Mm-hmm. And get this over with so you can start fresh. Trust that everything is happening for a reason, and even though it may be difficult to understand what you are going through, know it is leading you to your personal growth and regeneration in the long term. Hmm. I like that. Um, Ten of Swords may represent an old situation that ended badly if you are still carrying around wounds from it, but have buried them so deeply that you do not realize they are still present and hurting you. Mm. I feel like that's just trauma in general, which I have a ton of. That's like... (laughs) Get a little more vague. You don't become this fucking funny without trauma, let me tell you. <laughs> Listen, you're either a funny bitch or you're a sad bitch. <laughs> yeah. And ain't nobody got time for a sad, sad bitch. Yeah, Nobody's got time it. for a sad bitch. <laughs> if that's not the fucking truth. Hey, right? That's it. You either become super funny yeah. or you become really fucking sad. Yeah. And nobody has time for someone that's always <laughs> sad. Sadness was not allowed in my household. Absolutely so I not. I became incredibly funny. <laughs> Does this sound familiar? Why are you so sad? You have everything you could ever need. Am Can't. I not a good enough mom? <laughs> I've been a good mom. Why would I be sad? (laughs) Yeah, right? Does that sound familiar? Because it sounds familiar to me. Thanks, mom. (laughs) Okay, off the record, I got to tell you what happened. Yeah. This is why I called you yesterday. Okay. Um, So, like, I have ADHD. Yep. Right? Yep. What? You? (laughs) What? What? Look around (laughs) in my den of distractedness <laughs> you're dead of attentive <laughs> attention deficit hyper distraction disorder whatever, whatever the fuck it is <laughs> yeah no couldn't tell <laughs> so because of this i have a hard time um managing my time effectively what i would have ever thought <laughs> zero <laughs> never thought i thought you were the. i would you have, have the a best hard time, time management you know <laughs> episodes go up midnight friday morning and they get uploaded at 11 p.m friday or thursday night yeah like by a fucking content hair yeah so and this is how i am with everything in my life Um, how you've always been since i've known you at least which is like what 15 years yeah i'm typically never late like truly late for anything 
Um, but unless do, you set the time, unless I set and the time, and then you're late for it, or if it's something for me. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, but like in terms of like going to work, school yes. projects, podcast stuff, whatever. Yeah, you um, get there, but it is like just in the time. nick of time, just on time. Yeah, or like with work, especially like never more than five minutes late. Yes, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways. We were talking about it at work, and mom's like, you know, you should really be earlier, blah, 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 blah. You know, the bullshit. Here we the go. Usual. It's like, um, early for what? Exactly. And I've never been like that. I've never been an early worker, like, mm. for any of my jobs. No, me neither. Why? No. What am I going to do? Sit around, twiddle my thumbs till it's time to work? No, I'm going to work. I'm going to literally yeah. work, which means I'm working 15 minutes early. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, anyways... She's like, well, your aunt has ADHD and she doesn't have these problems. Uh, <laughs> you're like, okay, first of all, my aunt's like 60 something years old. Yeah. Yeah. How long has she had to learn how to cope with these problems? Yeah. Also, not everybody who has the same disorder has the same symptoms, nor does it present in their life in the same way. Exactly. At all. Exactly. At all. Like I say, I say this to people all the time. I have anxiety, but I have extremely high functioning anxiety mm-hmm. where I have learned and through therapy, I've, I've literally learned this, that I feed off of my fight, my fight or flight response. Exactly. To get shit done. Yeah. That's what I do. Right. And so some people with anxiety cannot do that. They have yeah. that freeze response. Right. Not me. I'm like, let's go. Most of the time that I do shit, I'm like, I put myself into this like mode of panic and then I'm like, fucking, rah! it's like Power Ranger yeah. mode. Yeah. Hyper, right? hyper attentive. Yeah. Just fucking Insanely. High, right. Yeah. And that is it. But some people do not function like that. No. I also think I have very high functioning depression. Yeah. Right. Where sometimes I'll have a day where I cannot get out of bed. Some people's depression shows up where they like can't do anything or they, you know, don't clean or they you know, whatever it is, my depression is completely the opposite where like the sadder I am, the more functioning I am because I do anything to not focus on it. Yeah. Right. So (laughs) the fact that like, also like just coming from your mom, you're just like, bro, you have mental health issues. Like exactly out of anybody that should understand this. So then she looks at me, she's like, well, you know what you have now. You've been diagnosed. You should be on medication to handle it. Not everything is medication. Well, and at the same time, too, like, um, excuse me, how many years did it take you to get your mental health issues under control once you knew 20? what you had? 20? Hmm? Yeah. At least? At least. Yeah. Don't let it bother you. The, hypocr- the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy. It's and true. It's like, and it's insane. But yeah, I don't know. Again, I just don't think it's for anybody to ever be like, oh, well, I know a little bit about your mental health disorder and this is how you yeah. should be. No, Mental exactly. health is not like a one size fits all. Oh, here you go. You have bipolar. Yeah. Therefore, A, B, C, and D done. Yeah. See you and later. It's like, I am not my aunt. Yeah. She's a different person. She's a whole different being. Yeah. Different life experiences, yeah. different way of being raised, different like, way of everything. I don't know if I want to go on medication for ADHD because that shit's straight up fucking speed. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's okay. If you don't want to right now, why? You don't have to. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I was told that I should be on antidepressants. Mm -hmm. And I was so afraid of taking antidepressants 
because I did not want to be this like conked out zombie. Yeah. Because I, I get it. Here's the thing. I, I am not against medication in any way, shape or form. Me I either. think there are a lot of people who need it. I have just decided that I want to try behavioral therapy to learn how yep. to like self-manage. And if it comes to a point where I'm incapable of self-managing without substance abuse, without, you know, self-harm, without all, you know toxic things happening I think that I'm doing okay you know what I mean like if I'm able to to self-manage without any of those coping mechanisms yeah I think I'm doing all right exactly right and I don't think I need medication but if I ever got to the point where I was like lost my job lost my house lost my spouse because of my depression yeah you bet your ass I'm gonna go get medication and try and get my life back on track no exactly and there's nothing inherently wrong with going on medication I just I'm already on a handful of medication and you don't want to be on more exactly yeah not yet. Not yet. No. And here's the thing. There are so many things that you can do now that you know and you have a diagnosis that you can do to like help manage your ADHD. Yeah, exactly. Right? Why don't you give those a shot first? And it's one of those things where it's like Rome wasn't built in, the, yep. in a day. That's you what know? I mean. It wasn't built in a year even. No. You have to give yourself time to work out the kinks. Yeah. And like i got a diagnosis like what three months ago yeah and they expect me to have the kinks worked out already i'm like you know what fuck yourself yeah (laughs) dude i got my diagnosis a year ago with my major depressive disorder and um yeah like i've been in active therapy for a year and i still don't even have all of my kinks worked out not even close like exactly i'm just like i'm at after a year of being in like i go to i go to therapy bi-weekly and i have for a year and sometimes I call in when I really need to, if I need like a 10 minute, 20 minute, hey, how do I get myself under control here? Yeah. Moment. Um, and I haven't even worked through the kinks. The only thing I have found is the kinks. And like that's-, that's what people don't understand is like you don't even realize there are kinks in your life until you get this diagnosis Mm -hmm. you learn more about it and then you can see how it presents in your life Mm -hmm. so i've just been able to find the kinks let alone work through them you know well exactly and here's the thing it takes you however many years to build up this depression this trauma this whatever is happening with yourself in your head kind of thing it's not gonna take a year to undo no you know what i mean no so no way. I've spent at least 15 years struggling with depression. Yeah. I've spent at least 10 of those 15 years addicted to a substance. Yeah. Multiple. Exactly. Okay. You can't fix it all and at once. No. Right. So like, you know, there are so many layers in mental health. And like, I think that it's also just like the old school generation who just believes that like, first of all, they don't know a lot about mental health. And second of all, the little that they do know nowadays is that like, oh, they're a therapist and medication. You'll be fine. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but you don't understand. Sometimes that takes years. Exactly. And and work every fucking day. Dose every changes. day. Like, yeah. Even just changing a dose of a medication can yeah. take months. Months to work out. Yeah. To notice effects. Yeah. Just to notice the goddamn effects. Yep. Like, here's the thing, off. dude. I think that I think that now that you know, work through it. Dude, when I was when I was diagnosed with my depression disorder, I, I went through like straight up like a month or two of denial. Right. Yeah. It was like, oh, here's your diagnosis. And I was like, nah, I think they're wrong. Yeah. I think you're wrong. I don't <laughs> I want to get a second opinion. And then all of a sudden you start <laughs> reading about it and you're like, God damn it. It's like a textbook about my life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how do they know me? How do they know me so well? Yeah. <laughs> right? So that's just it. Yeah. So, well, anyways, let's get into shadow work as we're talking about mental health. Yeah. So. 
Absolutely. Uh, it's this... been like 20 minutes. Perfect. <laughs> well, you know what? It actually, this feeds in so well to Perfect. what we're going to talk about today. So previously we talked about what shadow work is. It is not evil. It is not dark magic. It is all about reflecting on the parts of ourselves that we suppress yeah. uh, throughout time and throughout trauma. And how do we work through those things that we see maybe is not the ideal way of presenting ourselves to the world. Okay. Uh, why it's important. It helps us be more authentic. It can help us deal with a lot of trauma. It can help with um, stopping yourself from projecting your insecurities and your own personal beliefs onto those around you. So there's well, lots of real... learn from that. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Salty. I'm so mad. So <laughs> like fair. anger. I would be too. Rage. I would be too. I don't, I don't, I do not blame you for being upset. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for validating me. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> I don't blame you for being upset at all. And the thing is, is people will never understand what you're going through. They just don't. No one no. will ever understand what you're going through. No. And the best thing that we can do is try and walk through this life, at least being empathetic and compassionate to the fact that people are going through things. Yeah. And like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like there are things about your ADHD that drive me fucking mental because I have my own mental health issues. And those yep. two parts of us clash constantly. Oh, yeah. But I love you as a person and I care about you. And I've spent 15 years just being like, yep, that's Holly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's OK, because that's my Holly. <laughs> well, at least we know that. Yep, that's Holly's ADHD. <laughs> yeah. We, Not, we have a reason for it now, yeah, at least. Right. <laughs> you know, but that's just it. And then it's like you just learn you have to learn how to go through life with a little bit of compassion for people who are going through things and trying to figure themselves out. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking hard enough to just be like a functioning person in society, let alone being like, get your shit together now. And you're like, oh, how? <laughs> so how? Well, how do you get your shit together? Let me tell you, because that's what part two is all about. How do you get your shit together through shadow work? <laughs> so how to practice shadow work. So one, decide if you're going to seek therapy to do shadow work or do it on your own, right? So we ended our last week's episode just putting that little caveat in there, just saying that sometimes shadow work can be incredibly overwhelming. Sometimes you get to a point where you need to seek somebody to get a diagnosis yeah. for your for whatever is going on. There is mental health tied to shadow work. There is trauma tied to shadow work. There is repressed thoughts and experiences tied to shadow work. So there is nothing wrong with going to see a professional to help you work through it. So that's Professionals something exist for a reason. reason. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like just from my own experience, I spent, I don't know, at least 10 or 11 years, but not more than that. How long now? I'm what, 27? Yeah. I'd say this started when I was 15. Yeah. Yeah. So 12 years I've been dealing with this stuff. And I'd say the better half of it, 10 years, was dealt with on my own and in a not good way. Yeah, exactly. And now that I'm seeing a professional, I have seen such immense growth that would have taken me years by myself yep. to do, right? But that's a very personal, that's a personal journey that you have to go through. You have to make that decision for yourself. Nobody's going to be able to tell you whether or not to do it. So you don't have to seek out a therapist to do shadow work. However, it can be helpful to have you have someone guide you through the processes of it. Mm-hmm. So a trained professional can spot patterns within you that you might not even be aware of. They can also give you the tools you need to deal with any triggers that you might uncover in your journey. Plus, therapists can provide you with personalized personalized prompts to guide you through your shadow work journey as well. Hmm. So it might be helpful. And it doesn't have to be a therapist. It can be a counselor. 
It could be a mentor. It could be a spiritual leader, but just somebody, somebody that can maybe help guide you through some of those things if you're feeling overwhelmed or unsure of how to start shadow work, Mm. right? I always say start with mentorship. Find somebody that you like the way that they live. You like the way that they present themselves to the world and then get to know them. And if that's somebody who is authentic, it can even be like a mentor relationship, learning how they got to that point in their life and how you can replicate that in your own right yeah cool so second thing you can do when practicing is practice spotting your inner shadow to start your shadow work Mm -hmm. so taking a moment and recognizing when that inner shadow is actually making itself noticed and Bearing its ugly face. Rearing its ugly head. There yeah. it is. <laughs> Same thing. It's so tomato, it, tomato. It's important to spot your shadow, right? It's important yeah. to know when things are coming up and, and how you can kind of stop them mm. or work through them. So to do this, you can start by spotting habits you may have. Habits can be good, but they can also be bad. What patterns do you tend to replicate repeatedly in your life that you feel are holding you back? Those things are usually tied to your shadow and can help you spot when that shadow is coming through. So here are a few ways to spot your shadow in action. So one is projection. We talked about projection last week. Weeks. Last weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, No, it's okay. (laughs) Uh, So many many people project their issues onto others. When they dislike something in themselves, they point it out in others, typically. We often project our shadows or our repressed anger, guilt, shame, or other things we don't like about ourselves onto others. Mm. We lash out at people for behaviors we don't like in ourselves. And it's important to pay attention to how you project yourself into the outside world because the universe works to make us whole again. People, places, and things become a mirror and reflect who we really are. Yes. Right? So it's important to know how you're showing yourself to the world. You are who you surround yourself with. Exactly. And if you surround yourself with miserable people, you're going to Misery loves company. Exactly. You know, right? So uh, a second way to spot your shadow is through triggers. Okay? So a trigger is a reminder of past trauma in a very simple way form. Uh, The surface event that causes conflict in our lives are not just triggers. They are messengers and that they enable us to become conscious of something that's buried deep within us. Mm. Pay attention to your triggers because they can show you your wounds and your shadow self very, very easily. Try to catch your emotional triggers before you act out, not after. But that is something that takes time and practice. Oh, and yeah. That would reflection. not be easy. It's not. It's no. not easy at all. But it is important. It's important work, yeah. right, to try. And I think this is something that I have been working on a lot is like I've had anger issues for a very long time. And my, uh, my easiest emotion to feel is anger. You know the movie Inside Out, the Pixar movie? Yeah. That, that's yeah. the one that's in control. Anger controls my board. Okay. <laughs> So the last year we've been learning on how to cool down anger's dial yeah. and let the other people control the board a little bit more than anger does, right? <laughs> but anger is a trigger for me. Like there are things and that's my response is Anything, anger. Yeah. Instead of getting right? sad or... Yeah. Because some people like when you get into a confrontation, they cry, right? Uh-huh. Hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? It makes them so angry that they cry. Yeah. Right? I do not feel the same way. I'm no. like fucking rage. Pure, yeah. intense You You en- rage. get engulfed in flame. Engulfed. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know Hades? Yeah. When he like... <laughs> 
from Hercules when he's yelling. Yeah, yeah. that's what it feels like. That's like a physical representation of what my anger feels like. <laughs> so uh, last way to spot your shadow is patterns through patterns. So repeating patterns in our lives point us to aspects of our shadow. Patterns are expressions of the shadow because the shadow mirrors itself into your reality to be seen and integrated into your conscious life. Oh. Okay. So um, the shadow wants you to become aware of it. It wants to be seen and accepted. Within these patterns, you will find aspects of your shadow self that'll keep showing up in different situations until you're ready to look at them and break the cycle. Wow. So, those are the three major ways that you can like kind of spot your shadow so that you can begin to practice like it's like understanding it. Like how like you can pull a set of tarot cards over and over and over again and there'll be different cards but when you look at them all overall it'll like wind up having the same meaning because yeah. this is a sign for you. Yes. <laughs> over and over. Yes. It's coming for you. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. So Another way that we can begin shadow work is exploring our childhoods because a lot of times sh- that's where shadow is developed, Yeah, right? Starts in childhood and kind of grows with us through our adult lives. So um, explore what parts you may um, explore what parts of you may have been treated as bad, quote unquote bad or lesser when you were a child. Which emotions were you punished for having? Um, many children get told to get over their anger or get over their sadness. Can can <laughs> can you relate? <laughs> can you guess what um emotion I was punished for having? Um a few. <laughs> I would say yeah, sadness. Yeah. Any type of like mourning. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like self mourning in any, any way. Any sort of crying or yeah. just expressing any sort of emotion. Yeah, that wasn't comfortable. Yeah, for people around you. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Um, Fucking wild, right? So this is it. So as a result, those emotions get repressed. We grow up believing that they're bad and that we're bad for having them, thus developing our shadow. I'm so glad we waited to record this. Yeah, <laughs> you can relate so heavily to this. Well, no, not only that, but just like the mind fuck you're giving me right now would have put me out. Like. <laughs> In your hungover state. Yeah, I would not have been <laughs> this this attentive. Able to, I would just be focusing on a lot of different things. Yeah, <laughs> and been like, wow. Like, I'm still like, wow, but at least I can also focus on you. I know. You know what? When I was putting this episode, this episode took me quite a while. To- yeah. I think I told you I was working on this and I kept trying to do it. And I was like, no, I just need another week. Yeah. Like, yeah. And um, I gave myself a mind fuck while doing this a few times because i was like oh my god that makes so much sense i know it's it's it hitting so me so much sense yeah. it's hitting me right <laughs> in the frontal, frontal yeah. lobe here right so Ooh. another really great way of working and practicing on shadow work is avoiding shame or being ashamed of your shadow so avoiding shame of any of those those feelings and being able to openly express yourself in a, in a meaningful way that helps to remove the shame that's attached to our shadows. Yeah. So some people might say that your shadow longs for acceptance, but really your shadow is you and we all long to feel whole. So it's more than what we long to feel integrate. So it's more that we feel long to feel integrated, to feel whole and complete in our entirety. Mm. 
So embrace your shadow and have some compassion for yourself. Is this not what we were just saying? Like, (laughs) remember that it's tough not to feel accepted, including and especially by yourself. It's very difficult to feel like you can't even love you. Yeah. Right. And then you expect somebody else to make you feel whole. No, exactly. And it's just not going to happen. You know how many times I've apologized for being too emotional? Yeah. You've apologized to me. That like. Yeah. I never. Don't do it. Don't do it. Work on your shadow, Holly. We're not. (laughs) (laughs) You are getting mind fucked tonight. You're welcome. My eyes are welling. Mind freak. (laughs) Fucking playing Amber Heard here trying not to cry. (laughs) No, you could cry. This is what we were just talking about. Is letting it out. I guess. Embrace your shadow, Holly. Cry. My mascara is going to burn my eyes. It's though. true. It is going to burn your eyes. But I am not going to tell you not to cry. I appreciate that. <laughs> These tears are welcome here. <laughs> they are. I love your tears. This is a safe space. It is. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, things that can help, uh, something that can help with avoiding shame or removing that that feeling of being ashamed is practicing loving words of affirmation towards yourself and your shadow. So some examples include, I trust in you. I believe in you. I'm glad that you're in my life. You are worthy of love. You are enough. You deserve to be happy. You have a lot to offer this world. Huh. Right? So pause. Yeah. What is your moon sign again? Virgo. What what elements is that? Water. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I think. Never mind. Let me just double check. I was going to say, oh my God, my moon sign is Pisces and my fucking shadow is like a watery bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Your moon's supposed to be like who you are inside, right? Like, yeah. (laughs) Oh no, it's, it's earth. It's earth. Earth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ruling planet is a Venus. Right. Yes. So earth sign, which I feel like is, I feel like I am so much more my moon than I am my sun. Yeah. Or my rising or like, yeah. So like my moon very much speaks to me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So practice loving words of affirmation and direct them towards your shadow. Direct them towards the parts of yourself. In your case, it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to be a watery bitch. <laughs> you, your tears are meaningful. <laughs> you belong here. <laughs> so your tears can erode mountains. Exactly. Create lakes. Yeah, dude. Survival. They are powerful. (laughs) They are so powerful. Sorry, Um, I'm fucking derailing you. No, you're great. (laughs) I love this. So another way, we've talked about this before. You can also do uh, shadow work through meditation. Yeah. So meditation can also help you to observe your triggers. So during a meditation cycle, what you can do is you can also use meditation as a, a an opportunity for reflection. So something that I've been doing is writing in my journal. And then what I'll do is I'll have a small meditation session just kind of reflecting on the day that I've had. Okay, yeah. what were the good things? What were things that I am not overly happy that I responded to in the way that I did. How can I fix those? What are those things saying to me? Yeah. Right. And really spend some good time with yourself reflecting on, oh, you know, 
Holly called me and said something and I responded in a way or I, I sent a text message and it came off in a way that I didn't want it to come off. Okay, how do I make that better? Why did I feel the need to say that? Why did I, you know, yeah. things like that, right? So you can use meditation as a really great way to start diving into those triggers or those patterns that we were talking about. But not everybody likes meditating. People with ADHD may not like meditating. Would you believe me if I told you that I can I can absolutely just shut it off? Really? It's fucking insane. That's pretty cool because I, I, from what I understand about ADHD, a lot of people cannot. Yeah. No, I can fall asleep like that. Yeah. Because I just like. And I'm done. Nothing. Incredible. This brain can be as empty as I want it to There's be. There's nothing but behind those eyes. it will not focus on anything. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like weird. Too long. Like, I am not focusing on nothing. I am just literally like emptying the brain. Yeah. That's cool. I wish because my internal monologue is a chatty Kathy and she does not stop <laughs> ever. I, th- I think my thyroid, co- I, I thank my thyroid problems for being able to just like, zoop. <laughs> it's like a Peace light out. switch. Hey, yeah. Done for the oh, day. Mike hates it. <laughs> he hates it so much because he always has a hard time sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so we'll go to bed and I'll be like, night. Click Back on the cheek. I roll over and I'm out. You've always been like that, though. That's true. You've always been. Even when we'd have sleepovers, you're like, okay, tonight. Yeah. And immediately. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll stare at your ceiling for like two and a half hours while my inner monologue remembers that one thing I said to that one person 12 years ago. Yeah. Like, I don't understand it. I really don't get it. But it is, it is what it is. I am who I am. Exactly. So the next thing, um, the next practice, a lot of people use this as like a, it's kind of like a general practice, but having a shadow journal oh, is yeah. something yeah. that a lot of people find that's super helpful. My burn after writing journal. Yes, exactly. So haven't written in it yet. <sighs> you should try it. I probably should. You should give it a try. Why not? We're, what's the worst thing that can happen? It's just like so low on the list of things to do. Yeah. Maybe just do it when you're pooping. Take it when take <laughs> it with you. Leave your phone outside. Take your burn after <laughs> writing journal. And when you go for a poop. And every time you go for a poop, you write in your journal. All right. There you go. Just try it for a week. Maybe. Try it for a week. We'll see Leave how. your phone outside. Bring your journal instead. I'm a pretty quick pooper. Are so. you? Yeah. That's fair. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. Usually. Well, no. It's too much for the podcast. <laughs> Super good. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> so a shadow journal is a safe and practical way to express all sides of yourself. You can let out your thoughts, both light and dark, using the written word. Make it a daily practice to sit down and write in your journal. Do not censor yourself. Write whatever comes up without overthinking it. At first, what comes up may feel really uncomfortable, but it's important to lean into it if you want your shadow to feel safe and to feel heard. You know hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So, I've tr- have, have you journaled? I have. Oh, I have good. been for the last year. It's part of... Good for you. It's part of... Thank you. Yeah. So it's... It's a therapeutic tool for me because um, I, as you know, we have a podcast, which means I love talking and I have a lot of thoughts. And I just said my inner monologue fucking never stops. You need somewhere to put it all. And so, yeah. So sometimes I just need somewhere to just like word vomit. Yeah. And um, honestly, I don't know why I haven't journaled before. It's so helpful. So good. That's I love good. it. I, I like it. It also just gives me the opportunity to be like. There are some days that I'm not feeling great and I feel like my therapy's not working and uh, 
I just really fucking let it out. Like, yeah. there are some things in there that if anybody ever got a hold of that journal, I would be canceled from <laughs> everything. <laughs> I, yeah, I worry. Like, I've tried journaling before. And when I have tried, like, I write something down and then I, like, read it back and I'm like, ooh, that's aggressive. Here's the thing. I that's don't, a bit much. I don't read it. Oh, you don't read it back? Not until no. like a couple days. Okay. No. So I just like, I word vomit and I leave it. Yeah. And then I come back to reflect on it when I'm in a different state. Oh, okay. Because I think, so here's the thing. This is fucking crazy. We're having a whole therapy session tonight, Holly. <laughs> Shadow work, baby. So that's something that I've seen come up a lot is where people will say like in researching for this, people will be like, oh yeah, I'd write this thing down and then I'd feel really uncomfortable and bad about what I just did, da da da. But that is you denying your shadow over hmm. and over again okay. that's what you've been trained to do oh that's too aggressive oh i shouldn't use that word oh that's too emotional oh i'm reading into this too much whereas your shadow work journal literally just get out every fucking thought and feeling you've ever had onto a piece of paper for that day leave it alone and come back to it okay yeah right because like that's your shadow that's how your shadow is expressing itself and it's coming out in that way and like yeah there are th- like I said, there are times where I go back to some journals and I'm like, oh, nobody will ever read oh, this. No, I, no one will. I the fucking I will burn this book. Yeah. <laughs> nobody will ever read these. And here's the thing. Alex and I have a very um good understanding with each other that my journal is something very private. Yeah. You don't read this. It's no. not for you. It's not for anybody. It's not for anybody. It's me. It's me working through a ton of shit on my own that I need to work through. Yep. Right. So that was kind of five and six all wrapped into one. Okay. um, In terms of like how you can practice. So journaling and meditation are kind of the big ones. Yeah. Um, Another one here is you can express your inner shadow artistically. If you're uncomfortable using written word or if you're uncomfortable in therapy, you can use it in art. Exactly. So art is very powerful and it can be a very powerful way to let your shadow self express or tell you what it's thinking and feeling. It can be especially beneficial if journaling isn't how you prefer to express yourself. Right. So according to recent research, art therapy can even be used to treat pre-verbal trauma. Wow. Crazy. That is crazy. Right? So very powerful. Art is very, very powerful. Did I tell you that I did a paint night? No, that sounds so much fun. The week before I got COVID, the victim services team, we all did a paint night. Oh, that sounds like a... Did you have a great time? I fucking had an awesome time. Good. So maybe painting is like a way that you can work through shadow work. I got to show you it when I'm done. I'm actually so proud of it. (laughs) What did you guys do? This purple um moon picture cute um over water whatever and yeah it's like it's pretty basic um so this is like what it was supposed to look like okay yeah yeah okay bob ross um well that wasn't the one i did no <laughs> that was the, the one it was supposed to look like i took a darker turn with it love it i l- you did so good. Thank you. That is beautiful. First time I've ever touched a paintbrush that to a canvas. That is a huge canvas. It's massive. Did you get to keep it? Yeah, it's in the <gasps> kitchen. I love it. Yeah, I'll show you it when we're done. Ooh, I'm excited to see it. So anyways, yeah, I love painting now. Yes. That's the new hyper fixation. So do it, right? <laughs> so allow yourself to feel all the emotions you need to feel while creating, um, even if they're dark. Yeah. Right? 
Express them while using the medium of your choice. It can be painting, sculpture, singing, digital art, music, or anything you feel like called to trying. Yeah. But it has to be something that's not forced. That's the big thing that I found, especially with any type of art therapy. Yeah. It can't be something that's like forced. You can't be doing it if you're just trying to make fucking money from it. Like if your intention is to go in and capitalize on it in any way or learn it or whatever. Yeah. For any other reason other than you feel this like very natural calling to it and it helps you work through your emotions, it's not going to work. No, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So don't go into something thinking that you'll come out Bob Ross and that you'll make a TV show and make it big out of it. <laughs> you might, but that's not the purpose. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> don't be afraid to be spontaneous. Create what your inner self wants to create no matter what it looks like. Hmm, okay. Okay. So some other things that I thought, if you will, some honorable mentions. Yes. Okay. So starting inner dialogue. You can learn from your shadow by having inner conversations with it. Yeah. You know, just have that. Con- to do this, you can ask, or sorry, to do this, you can use a process similar to meditation. Ask your shadow some questions and wait for an answer. Keep an open mind, even if it feels really weird and awkward. Um, take note of the answers and make sure that you're just listening without judgment. Okay. So uh, a few of the other things here is just be kind, uh, believe in your worth, right? So confronting the darker parts of your own psyche won't exactly be a walk in the park and that's okay. Um, you might find things you don't like, mo- almost like you you almost definitely will find things you're not going to like. Well, that's why it's your shadow, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. right? Um, so as you move further into shadow work, it's vital to remember kindness, be compassionate with yourself and with others. Um, and if something proves to be particularly trigger- triggering, don't be afraid to reach out for help. Okay. Mm-hmm. So also just like believe in your worth, right? You're worth it. Shadow work is worth it. Everything you're doing is worth it. And then lastly, the important part of any of these things is getting to the root of what your shadow is trying to tell you. Okay, so an integral step in shadow work is identifying your shadow. In other words, you need to get to its roots. What feelings bubble up and lead to this blockage? Do you struggle with feelings of self-doubt? Are you worried you aren't normal, quote quote unquote normal? These steps can be undeniably tough. So just be kind to yourself, have compassion when you're beginning shadow work. But hopefully one of those few things that I mentioned tonight will help you begin somewhere or help somebody out there begin somewhere. Right? It's worth a try. It's worth a try. Can't hurt. Right? So speaking of ways to try, now I want to get into some of the rituals, techniques, and tools for beginners that I stumbled upon in my putting things together for for these episodes. Fuck yeah. So let's start. So if you have chosen to do your shadow work alone and without any guidance, here are some tools and techniques that you can use. One, take a ritual bath or shower with herbs. Taking a shower or bath with herbs is a really beautiful practice to help you come back into your body and cleanse your energies. Yes. And we all know that we love a good ritual bath here at the What Up Witches podcast. We are proud <laughs> proponents of bath time. <laughs> bath time. <laughs> Robert Ducky, you're the one. <laughs> 
So another way to work with our shadow in a ritual context is to set up a sacred space, light a black candle, and take time gazing at the flame. You can also move, sing, dance, or meditate in a way that feels comfortable to you. And if you're feeling like you're being called to do so while staring at the flame, ask yourself where your pain is. Ask what lessons she holds. Ask how you can transmute this. Write this or anything that comes to mind down during the meditation with the flame. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So another really cool way brings it all. This is the part that brings all of this back to our, our witchy spiritual selves here. So another really great way of working through shadow is working with a dark goddess or a uh, dark deity. Fuck yeah, right? bud. So that's my shit right there. Right? So you can work with um, goddesses like... Is it Iana? I-N-A-N-N-A? I have not heard Iana. of her before. Uh, there's also Babylon. Babylon, uh, yeah. Lilith. Yeah. Hecate uh, or Kali is mm. also a is a really great way to practice working with shadow. You can create a relationship with a dark goddess by having a candle you light every day, a mantra you repeat daily, or an altar dedicated to them is also a very powerful way of building that connection. As Holly has told us in many of her deity episodes. <laughs> you know me. I love my deities. Exactly. This is the one I thought you might like. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love my deities so um, much. The key term is relationship. Talk to them. Love them. Offer them your darkness so that they can kill what is no longer serving you. Your relationship with a goddess is similar to a relationship with your darkness. Your shadows and trauma won't ever just disappear, but we can learn to work with them in a way that informs our evolution and serves our highest good. Oh, I like that a lot. Right? Mainly by observing the patterns, absorbing the lessons, and moving forward with courage and confidence, knowing that our demons don't mean that we're broken and that they are safe in the hands of our goddesses. Fuck yeah, they are. Right? So super, super cool. This one, this next one, I found really interesting and I found it on another magic practitioner's blog post. Okay. Um, and she practices sex magic. She's yes. a big sex magic kind of yes. queen. Okay. And in her blog post about shadow work, she says, and I'll quote her. Okay. So I'm going to be honest and say that masturbating and sex is really, really good for this. I often incorporate masturbation into my rituals and spells, and it's part of my recommendation for other sex witches. I also want to emphasize that this part of magic practice is very, very personal. My stress and energy feel different than yours do, and our magic will reflect that. The key is to find what resonates with you. So if sex magic is something you're interested in, it might be worth it to look into and see if there are any other rituals and techniques that can assist you in releasing any energy that has built up during your shadow work. So this particular practitioner says that she uses masturbation at the end of a ritual to release all of the energy that she's built during her ritual. Cool. Right? Cool. Very interesting. It's one hell of a climax. <laughs> you right? Imagine how powerful that is. <laughs> Jeez. She also talked about um, during her rituals she uses masturbation as a form of spell work um, and even has an altar with a candle she lights every night to venus Um, and she will often talk to her and offer up her love making to venus cool very cool hey very cool so um some other simple tips could be things like taking five to ten minutes to dance to a song that you love right use dance and movement as a way to get that energy out exactly right um meditating with crystals on your chakras can also really help stretching or yoga 
can help just again with that movement cleansing your space uh with like sage uh palo santo or lavender can really help like kind of cleanse the area that you're working in uh free writing kind of like what we talked about in journaling creating a sigil and burning it can help um screaming or punching into a pillow to help release that energy Uh, hey do you want to like come over and scream in the woods sometime (laughs) down okay cool (laughs) okay i want to do that one day i'm in (laughs) so drinking a glass of water hydration is also a great way using the elements like so you can do element work just gotta feed my watery bitch yeah exactly (laughs) so using the elements use fire right use earth you know um drinking tea is another really great way. So ones that you can look for are chamomile or anything with like dandelion in okay, it. Okay, yeah. They usually have very soothing and calming effects. So just a really great way to kind of maybe bring you back to a, a safe space once you're done mm. practicing your shadow work. Okay. You can also create rituals out of preparing for your shadow work. Start with cleansing your space with smoke that's sacred or meaningful to you. Spend an allotted time free writing and then stretch, meditate, have some chamomile or dandelion tea And creating a ritual out of like preparing for shadow work is a nice way of feeling like you're in control of your body. Yes. Or coming back to your body at the end. Um, And asking, you can ask, you can do things like ask the herbs in the tea to help reground you, help connect you, right? Um, You know, for me, like being a green witch, like the earth is very important to me. So I love Freya. And there are times where I'm feeling not quite confident and I'll just like talk to her really quickly and ask her to provide me strength yeah right sometimes i'll go outside and i'll just like put my hands on the ground and like sometimes like feeling the ground beneath you makes you feel like everything's okay it makes you (laughs) grounded (laughs) fuck you (laughs) so um it's an excellent grounding exercise it is (laughs) sorry so it's okay while you're doing all of this, just ask yourself what it is you need, whether it's to scream, dance, cry, move, shake, sing, all of the above. All of it. Yeah. So creating your own ritual will be indefinitely more powerful than to subscribing to anybody else's because you were told to do so versus doing something that feels natural and feels right to you. Yeah. So adapt in any way um, that feels good to you. Right. Another strokes for different folks. Exactly. So another tool I found was called the three world journal. Oh, so it says sit with yourself three times a day without thinking. Write down three words describing how you feel. This is a wonderful way to get in touch with your emotional self and something that is not overly time consuming. At first, it might be very difficult to write anything at all. And the feelings may be very surface level. That's fine. But as you get used to it, the feelings will expand and the meanings will connect with different parts of you. And little parts of your shadow will start to reveal themselves through time. I have a feeling that nine times out of ten, if I did that, at least one of the words would be tired. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Just You should try it. I thought that might be a good one. Yeah, that's neat. Something that's not too, too long, yeah. right? And then just because we love it here, I thought to take a bit of a astrological point of view oh, in this as well. Yeah. So the astrology point of view to help with shadow work. What is it? Okay. Sorry, I just quoted somebody else. So I found another magical practitioner who uses astrology. Yeah. And she says, when people come to me for a consultation, they want to understand themselves better. I always say that the planets never lie. 
The planets and our astrology reveal the truth about who we really are and help us to get to the heart of the matter. Knowing more about our strengths and weaknesses can help us understand our patterns and what I call traps. I discuss these traps with my clients all the time. We're all a work in progress, but if we can become aware of our traps, there is more potential to catch the behavior and not lean into it as often. Now, I'm not saying we're all going to be perfect. Mistakes are going to happen, but they happen less when we're aware. Oh. Okay. So I thought I'd pull the positive and the shadow signs for each of us. Oh, fuck me. All right. <laughs> okay, so one word, Leo. Okay, your positive word is leader. Okay, so typically Leos have that that positive side of their inner workings is much a lot about leadership, a lot about, you know, kind of s- steering the way when they can tell that people around them are not quite confident, not quite sure. Typically, you're always there for somebody. You're confident in who you are. The <laughs> shadow... <Go on. laughs> Get this one. The shadow side is egotistical. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Your shadow came out real quick. Do tell. (laughs) Hilarious. eh? (laughs) So for Libra, my positive is diplomatic. So that comes in in terms of being fair, being just, fighting for fairness, fighting for other people's fairness. My shadow side, though, is people pleaser, which is so true. What were we talking about earlier? (laughs) Literally being a people pleaser (laughs) for like most of my life. (laughs) So when I pulled these, I was like, that is fucking wild, wildly accurate (laughs) to the two of us. Here's the thing. Sorry to... No, you're good. I struggled for a really long time to like accept compliments from people. Fair enough. And um, now, yeah, it probably comes off as egotistical <laughs> because someone will be like, oh, wow, like you did a great job on that. And I'll be like, I know. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think there is. The, I, guess, I don't know. Pride and ego is different. I think. Yeah. I think allowing yourself to feel successful and feel your success and feel happy about something you've done is not egotistical. Being like the ground I walk on is blessed because I exist is (laughs) egotistical. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yes. So, but I do think because your personality type and like the Leo personality type is so confident and so sometimes domineering that it's kind of one of those things where it's like a slippery slope yes, into egotistical yeah. where it goes from being like, oh, I'm really proud of myself for being able and being capable versus like sometimes the line gets blurred Yeah, between I'm a confident person and I am so far up my own ass that I think I just <laughs> shit rainbows all day, you know, because there are some people like that. Yeah. Any perfect example, look at the one of my uncles who I don't speak to. La 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 Leo. Because he just like plays the victim and he just like goes around without any care about how any of his actions affect anybody. Is he a July Leo? He is an August Leo. Fuck. Yeah. He is a, he's an August Leo. July Leos are the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess not. So. Shit, sorry. <laughs> so... I guess just to conclude the end of this episode here is if you don't understand what lives in your shadow, you're never going to fully understand yourself. Yes. Uh, or why you do and believe in the things that you do. Okay. Yeah. 
Shadow work is gritty. It's painful. It's difficult to work and address aspects of yourself, which you feel trauma around. You feel pain. You feel avoidance or fear, anger, shame, or other negative emotions. And shadow work is taking those parts of yourself which are hidden sometimes deliberately, sometimes unintentionally, and bringing them to the conscious awareness so that they can be healed and dealt with. And none of that is easy. No. None of that not at is going to take a night to do. It's not going to take one time in writing in a journal. <laughs> it's not going to take one meditation session. I mean, I can't do this, like, just real quick on my way, <laughs> quick, on quick, my way to the I'm airport. Fixed. Like... <laughs> I'm just going to go on a self-healing journey real quick, but I'm going to start it off with like <laughs> fixed. Yeah. <laughs> Egotistic. I'll be back in a week. <laughs> See ya. There you go. <laughs> so shadow work is simultaneously one of the most intimidatingly difficult things to commit to. Well, yeah, because you got to look at yourself and then like basically look at what you hate most about yourself and then, and then figure be okay out with how it. to accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so not, it's not easy. It's not. But it is one of the most rewarding things that you will ever do. Yeah. Coming to terms and feeling whole. It makes you a more uh, balanced person. It absolutely in, does. In general. Can right? we also talk about the fact that like the world came up in this tarot poll and here we are talking about like feeling whole and like taking into everything to consider it like I'm everything sorry, that like, we are that tarot pool was fucking so spot on for you right so now. spot on so wild. spot on even the even the clarity yeah. card spot on so i pulled the clarity card because i wanted to know what your secret was <laughs> it did not tell know. me no <laughs> so it's a means by which you can come to a better understanding of yourself and consciously bring your full being into alignment with your truest self it's the path to inner peace, self-respect, self-love, and self-realization. Hell yeah. It's the path to overcoming or fully managing the things about yourself that bring you frustration, pain, and shame. Aw. I love it. <laughs> good. Was it worth waiting? Yes. Thank you for melting my brain, but this time in a good way. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a, I gotta go home now. Bye-bye. Yeah, not in the... I, my head can't handle it anymore. Everything hurts. Literally... <laughs> like this is so much better i'm so happy we waited because same i would not have been well no and i was kind of tired too afterwards not gonna yeah, lie it was after your ba- bridal shower yeah and like i love family we all love family but god damn it family's exhausting sometimes they can be they always are well and i was when you just have a lot of family in one room together yeah it is exhausting well and i was very i was quite emotional at the end there of the bridal shower because Kaylee got you this ridiculous fucking gift <laughs> right? that made everyone in the room cry yeah <laughs> And it's like you opened it first, and I I didn't even get you a gift because I'm an awful fucking bridesmaid, dude. Um, but uh, like, did I get you one? Fair, fair. <laughs> you know what? We're just we on were the same, both here's same table. Okay, this is my thing. I think the universe works in weird ways because you are going through exactly what I went through in my personal life when your wedding was happening. Yeah, and vice versa. I know it's fucking and so. Oh, how the turntable. And this is the thing. I feel like I am so capable of feeling compassion for you because I understand what it's like to be like, 
I really want to give you an incredible gift, but I am so fucking broke because <laughs> everything is happening all I at the same time. Fucking strapped. Yeah, you're like, I literally can't do anything. I'm like, what? I'm stealing toilet paper from work to wipe my ass. And I wish I could give you a gift, but I just, I can't right now. But here's my thing too, is that I, I have never been the gift person. No. I'm not a, like, I'm not, I we don't we don't give we have been friends for like years years and i think i can count on one hand how many gifts we've we've exchanged exactly like because to me like your friendship is is the gift i know that sounds super corny but it's true i love spending time with you i love being able to talk with you i love like sitting on the deck and having coffee like my love language is often acts of service yes thus your hair yes same <laughs> right where i was like i will literally be your bridesmaid yeah bro like what do you need <laughs> let me do shit for you yeah you exactly want, i will walk around i'll clean up the entire like thing from your bachelorette i'll make sure i'm there early like yeah let me do shit for you yeah like but i think you and i have the same love language so uh, yeah, because I, I think was you like, would be more like, hurt if I didn't do let anything. Please me find your bachelorette. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing: I think, like, let's say, for example, let's say I didn't show up to help with anything. Yeah, but I gave you this like ridiculously expensive gift. It's not worth it. I think your yeah. feelings would have been more hurt by me not being there and helping and doing yeah. than me not giving you some like outrageously expensive gift. No, exactly. Right. Exactly. If I was like, here's like five grand, but I'm just not going to show up to anything. Yeah. But I gave you money. It, I don't give a. F- yeah, exactly. That's how I feel, too. <laughs> That's how I feel, too. I can be broke as a fucking joke and, and I would still take your time and your energy. Yes. And just your friendship over any amount of money agreed yeah i'm the exact same way and i think that's why we don't exchange gifts because both of us understand that neither of us like i don't get me wrong i'm appreciative when people give me gifts i'm like oh my god thank you you gave me a wallet for christmas (laughs) four years ago no (laughs) five years five years ago that motherfucker is still in my purse (laughs) i use it every day that's it right (laughs) let's talk about appreciation (laughs) that's what i mean right like i am so appreciative of the gifts like you gave me one of those um one of your frames from your wedding with your with your flowers in it yes yeah and i like immediately hung it and it has remained hung in my house and it will forever remain hung in my house do you know what i mean yeah. but it, because those are the things that are meaningful yeah right versus like don't get me wrong i got beautiful gifts i got beautiful gifts from so many people but i'm very much one of those like sentimental like when i know yeah like perfect example one of our friends here on the podcast tori for the bachelorette gave me this really really personalized witchy gift for the bachelorette and I fucking loved it. What did she get you? She we got didn't open candles. It. Oh yeah, I have to show. She got me a pendulum. Uh, pendulum. 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 Yeah. yeah. So this beautiful black onyx pendulum. Oh, fuck. A bag of crystals, like a ton of different oh. kinds of really cool rocks and crystals and gemstones, and then a bunch of uh, colored candles, like oh, the, the witching yeah, candles, the little spell candles, the little yeah. spell candles. Yeah, a bunch of spell candles. Oh, and um, burning sage fuck yeah yeah so just like oh and just so to, thoughtful to mention um tori is indigenous so sage correct is a sacred co- for her sage is okay for tori to give to felicia yeah yes <laughs> anybody comes for her We're not crossing that bridge yes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so tori is tori is is indigenous first yeah. nations and yeah so she gave me sage 
that's for awesome that's yeah an incredible gift isn't it yeah. right so meaningful and like again like it, it has nothing to do with the monetary value but it has everything to do with its significance and the fact that like every single gift she gave i was capable of seeing that she listened and heard who i am yes and, and she, she gave something yeah. that spoke to that piece of me yeah and it's just like so yeah anyways i don't know why we're talking i i've completely forgot why know. we were I, talking I, about this once again i have derailed you <laughs> Uh, sorry can i tell you what i would get you as a wedding gift if i had all the money in the world sure because i saw this and i was like fuck i wish i could do this i (laughs) wish i could do this i can't do this so uh, i'm sorry don't be sorry i saw this woman that goes to weddings yeah and paints the wedding oh like how kind how nice is that (laughs) like she goes and she paints like a whole like a scene from the wedding so like you either have her for like the ceremony and she'd like paint like your first kiss as husband and wife or like oh how nice is that (laughs) see that's what i mean so sentimental but also very expensive so much money (laughs) (laughs) best of both worlds thank you so um if it's the thought that counts It is absolutely okay. It's funny that you say that because when you put Ignacio down, my heart broke for you. Yeah. Like broke for you. And I think I told you how sad I was for you. And like, I cried for days, but I didn't want to cry because I didn't want to make you more upset. And I was like, because I don't cry very often. And I know if I cried for you, you'd be like, what is happening? Yeah. (laughs) Like right now, just telling you that I cried. (laughs) And I did. I was heartbroken for you. I was so, so heartbroken for you. And I was. I felt so much love that you still did as much for a silly bachelorette party while you were going through a shitty, like one of the shittiest things that you can go through in life, right? And if the thought counts, I really, <laughs> sorry, girl. <laughs> if the, if it's the thought that counts, I found this woman who does pin poke of like your animal yes and it's like on a thing and i yeah. wanted to have ignacio done for you but i was like i have no money <laughs> <laughs> i really want to do this but i have no money <laughs> so if it's the thought that counts <laughs> but see it's sentimental gifts like that because i knew i was like i know holly loves like cookie shit like not embalming not embalming what's it called uh taxidermy yeah things like that and i was like i know she would do it but i don't know if she would go like i don't know if she would do it herself for him so it's something that i was like but if i did it for her she'd love it (laughs) and then i went and saw how much it was and i was like dear christ (laughs) i was just like i might have to refinance my home (laughs) to have this done for you fucking hell yeah oh i know Oh, man. Right? So it was, it's just like, yeah, it's, yeah. So if it's the thought that counts, yeah. The thought is absolutely what counts. <laughs> yeah, so. right. If I had all the money in the world. Tomato, tomato here. Yeah. <laughs> great. Right? But it's even things as simple as like, when you send me TikToks that you're like, hey, this reminded me of you. <laughs> and I'm like, I love you too. <laughs> I'm a penguin, man. I penguin pebble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucking penguin pebble. I don't oh, know yeah. what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I found this really pretty rock. Uh, I thought about you. you. <laughs> so here you go. I'll just leave this here yeah. with the other rocks. I thought about you so here. <laughs> yeah. All I fucking do. Anyways, this is an hour twenty three minutes Sorry. we're at. Well th- you know what? <laughs> Welcome the fuck back. <laughs> what we, up? we laughed, we cried, <laughs> I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still crying. <laughs> 
Like, you know what? It's the it's the episode to cry on. Okay, if there's any episode to cry, this it's is the, the episode fucking shadow to do work it. episode. Yeah. Yes, incredible. Oh. Well, get to shadow thank working. You. <laughs> thank you for this episode. So I welcome. feel enlightened. Good. My shadow feels closer. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> get out of the room. <laughs> just kidding. The light has shifted in just such a way where the shadow is just slightly closer. That's perfect. You know what? If nothing else, I was just like, I hope you or any of our listeners take something away and can like just take a little bit of healing. Yeah. Because like I'm telling you, man, I know I sound like a fucking like one of those people that are like, you give her one thousand dollars. You could take my how to be a spiritual warrior. (laughs) But if you can't do shadow work, let us do do it it for for you. Yeah. No. <laughs> For the low, low price of, of your 100 kidney. grand. <laughs> yeah, <right>. A kidney. <laughs> Is a kidney worth 100 grand? What, what's more? What's more here? <laughs> Obio. <laughs> yeah, 100 grand a kidney, Obio. <laughs> but yeah, not to get preachy, but I have... I have begun in the last like three months to feel healed, yes. if you will, yeah. from all of this fucking baggage that I have carried for so fucking long. And this is why this shadow work episode was so fucking important to me. And I like I really did pour my heart and soul into this one. Yes. And uh, yeah, if somebody out there can take like any little piece from this and feel even like minutely better if tomorrow. One person got one good resource out of this. Yeah. It was worthwhile. It's success. Yeah. Success. Absolute success. So I hope something I said resonated with someone out there. It seems like it resonated with you today. I'm a fucking mess <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, you are a mess. I'm a fucking goddamn wreck. <laughs> I got here and you were like ready to eat. <laughs> I, was, I was firing on all cylinders <laughs> when you got here and now I just look like I got hit by a fucking freight train. I know. And we have to record another episode. This watery bitch <laughs> just came and fucking slapped me. Pisces over here just fucking <laughs> when you were talking about how like your shadow and your astrology like I really think like my moon and my shadow are very I think your moon on, is your shadow yeah, like very much because god damn it what the yeah. fuck yeah I I totally agree with you that I feel like my son is like my conscious self I yeah. feel like my conscious self is a Libra yeah. and that's who I portray as. Yeah. And I very much feel like my shadow is a Virgo bitch hiding, ready to fucking swallow me into the Fuck earth. Around. Fuck Find around. Find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking earthquake. Yeah, exactly. Coming at ya. Yeah, she's going to split the fucking earth and swallow me whole. Exactly. <laughs> <Right>? Exactly. <laughs> and the fact that I can float from my air sign is the only thing that keeps me safe. <laughs> you know what else fucking earth signs the earth can do? volcanoes volcanoes true your shadow self is a lot of anger yeah a lot of eruption yeah volcano you don't you know yeah i am a volcano (laughs) (laughs) i am a volcano and i'm a watery bitch so So are you a waterfall (laughs) yeah all right right, niagara have a good night (laughs) anyways yeah you can find us on twitter (laughs) (laughs) so find us on twitter at what up witches you can hit us up on Instagram, which is honestly like the main way to get in contact with us. Or our Gmail. Or our Gmail. Our We're Gmail. Pretty good we, there. We, we get notifications for that. We do. Yeah. Notifications for that on Instagram. Facebook as well, if you'd want. Yeah. Uh, I feel like at this point we're on episode 31. Um, this you know the handles. I think. 
Either way, 31, 32. We're in our 30s. You know the handles by now. Yeah. I love you Also, Patreon does this really cool thing where if you don't have a lot of followers, we do not pop up in the search. Yeah. So if you want to get to our Patreon, we do post all sorts of exclusive content on there. Um, There will be more so after May long weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can find that at www.patreon.com forward slash whatup witches sick awesome well get to journaling get to meditating focus on that shadow bitch focus on your shadow ho she a shady bitch a watery <laughs> i'm gonna absorb this watery bitch <laughs> and as always stay, stay spooky. spooky bye, bye. <laughs>